Oh my, it's been it's been a while. It's been a it's while. Been years. It's been uh one month and two ish weeks since we've seen you, or since you've heard our lovely lovely voices. Heather hasn't spoken yet, but that's fine. Uh, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the comic book bone zone. It's uh, number twenty seven. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you did it. You did, yeah. and it was exactly what you thought it was. So yeah, love that. Sometimes I'll remember things. Sometimes I won't. Uh, so yes, and the last time we recorded was the twenty seventh. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Ooh, it's Halloween. <laughs> uh, so Heather's had a baby. Labor watch is over. <laughs> we had one labor watch. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, the second labor watch was when we were gonna record when you didn't have the baby. And then the next week we were going to record and you did have the baby that day we were going to record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I hope never to do so. Thank you. No, no, I will. I'll tell you no. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I yeah, you know, I appreciate that. Um the horror stories I've heard from Tragen about his kid eating books and wing nuts. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Anyway, God bless you, parents. Braver than the fucking troops, that's for sure. Real American heroes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, keeping the okay. bloodline alive. <laughs> So we're actually here to talk about comic books. It's been a long time since we've done this. So who knows what it's going to be. It's going to be like the first time all over again. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> but I'll go first if you would like. Yeah, I would love that. Okay. Hi, I'm Heather and this is my comic. Um, This is Uncanny Spider-Man. This is issue number one. Um, I'm not taking it out of the bag and board. So you're just going to have to deal with that glare. There we go. That's not bad. That's not too terrible. This is a Nightcrawler story. It's not a Spider-Man story. Kind of is, but kind of isn't. So after the events of uh, Legion of X and then the Hellfire Gala, um, Nightcrawler is... Sinister, right? Yeah. Okay. In Sinister. Yeah. 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 That whole, that whole thing. Uh, when Nightcrawler leaves, he ends up in new york is that where spider-man is located yes okay i don't know spider-man um he ends up in new york he's trying to live a a normal human life um Mm. but the mutants are like all cut off from the normal world and stuff and there's just a bunch of stuff going on um so in order to survive in this like new land mutant free land uh he asks peter parker for just like a suit because he's like they can't they can't know that i'm like an actual mutant and stuff because he got into a lot of trouble for the stuff that he did during this whole sinister event so it's him borrowing one of spidey's old suits and just being nightcrawler while trying to figure out like how he's supposed to get back to his people and stuff um yeah i actually enjoyed this quite a bit i thought it mm-hmm. was uh, pretty funny because there is a little convert i said i wasn't taking it off, <laughs> yeah i was saying you just <laughs> took that right out of the bag of the board <laughs> Um, but there is a very cute conversation between him and 
Peter, I thought was very nice, but my favorite thing is uh, there's a website called Spidey Stands. I don't know if that's like a thing that has been like mentioned in Spider-Man issues, whatever. But this one comment uh, is about the new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it says, he's so hot. <laughs> that, <laughs> that tail. <laughs> uh, I was like, same, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, is that by Sai Spurrier too? Yep. Okay. Yep. Just, Who does uh, the art on it? Lee Garbett. And Jordi Belair does the the colors and stuff. So, um, yeah, it looks great. I have to take it out again so I can show you like how he actually looks here. Like the art is really good. Oh yeah. And I mean, again, the story was like, it's just another Nightcrawler story. So I'm into it. I say I know you love your Nightcrawler. I do, and I try not to. <laughs> but i can't help it it's fine we like who we like yeah he's just a very good boy uh nice tail (laughs) (laughs) i got garfield on one side and then the squishaboo this pink squishaboo on my other side what's his name uh this guy Mm -hmm. i think it's roxy hold on i'll I'll go i'll go check for the people real fast okay yeah we need to know yeah, Roxy. I thought it was a cat, but it's a fox. Oh, I thought it was a cat too. <laughs> so I, I didn't get it for myself. I got it for my niece, but you know, it's just funny. Yeah. My it's angel. very cute. I love it. You're being judged on all sides. <laughs> uh okay, I guess it's my turn to talk about comics. Uh first I have the devil that wears my face. I, I won't get too far get too much into this just because heather ordered this um i did end up talking about i don't know if you ended up watching this movie heather but there's this movie on uh netflix called the ex the pope's exorcist has russell Uh, crowe in it no i did not watch that um but i i know the movie (laughs) um so anyway this book gave me a couple opportunities to talk about that movie because it reminded me of that so if you've seen that which somehow both the people I talked to had seen that movie and I was like did not see that coming because that was a not a very good movie really shoot I wanted to watch that (laughs) I mean still watch it it wasn't like it was it was what it it's what it's called it's what it's called it's russell crowe is the pope's exorcist trying to defeat Beezlebub. um but this is about just a a demon daemon of sorts possessing people and he gets his way into a priest oh so he can like take over yeah that's sick or he like i don't know anyway it's cool it okay. was like, I don't know if I will continue reading it. I think I just special ordered this first one. It was like interesting, but again, it reminded me of that movie, mm-hmm. which kind of took the like interestingness out of it for me. I, couldn't stop, stop I think I only it. special ordered it too. I can't remember. I'll have, to, I'll have to check, but because that was one that I was like, mm, maybe. 
the art's the art's cool it's like the story isn't bad like i'm sure mm -hmm. it's like that's like that's the other part of it is like well i'm intrigued and part of me does want to continue reading it but um but yeah it's by david pepos alex cormack sorry yeah it's just mm. it, it was like a good little like horror read like mm -hmm. first issue um i don't really have a lot to say okay oops exorcist i had something i completely forgot to mention it does have to do with comics so it's not like i'm like veering completely off here do you remember uh the count crowley crowley yeah. monster books of or course, whatever yeah. the I david dustin dustin yeah i feel terrible david i've never Dash been able to Rockin. say it. so three movies over the last few nights of like horror movies that Brayden and I have been watching, he has been in that. Mm -hmm. And then the craziest part is I forgot to screenshot this and send it to you. He pops up on my Facebook. Under oh yeah. Facebook all the time. Cause he's friends. Yeah. He's with friends with Colin Stapleton on Facebook. Yeah. All the time. I see him. Okay. Cause he popped like, up and I was like, there's no way that this <laughs> is this man. <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened to me. Cause I was like, that's weird. But then there is like a six degrees like Omaha connection because there is uh Patrick Kavanaugh has a friend in Omaha named Laura. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, everybody <laughs> from Omaha. She We're is doing the six degrees. <laughs> yeah. She is friends with like um Steve Aggie, who was in Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And she has posted photos with with this character <laughs> david is it david yeah david dum, dum, dum. <laughs> david dalmatian here he is dast malkian yeah no i just did this it's literally yeah. right here uh if you're listening to this we're sorry so sorry but huge fan i love him and everything that i've seen with him but my god so yeah, anyway, we've got a we've definitely got a six degrees of David Dasmalkian. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is cool. Like if it's gonna be anyone, why wouldn't it be him? Uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're really back to the rant, so that's for yeah. fucking sure. <laughs> well, you know, we have a limited amount of time, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh Anyway, uh, we didn't say anyway. We're doing like a top ten <laughs> situation. Yeah, <I> <laughs> yeah, it's from the last few weeks. It's not like this week's comics. It's all the weeks that we have missed of not recording. We just picked a few comics, so <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> so that was that's something. That's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Next, I have Batman City of Madness. This is a new Christian Ward book. This is about a Batman above and a Batman below. Looks great. It was really, really solid first issue. Excited to see what happens next. I, I really will keep it at that it was solid. Like a size. Batman in the Upside Down? Like a Batman from some Lovecraft brain. Okay. 
it was like yeah yeah from upside down just from just weird just weird weird oh nightmare batman (laughs) i love it yeah it looks so cool yeah and this is the sinkevich cover so it's really i don't know it was a really good book i'm kind of excited to see what happens uh though i have very little knowledge on the court of owls and that does seem to be a key component here shoot okay i'll have to uh use google yeah yeah (laughs) i don't have any like batman professionals in my life so you know i have people who like batman but none that have are like certified so no batman researchers in your life right right yeah all right are you ready i think we have books together am i yeah okay one yeah that's all i gotta say it's it's a good little dark batman story good again halloween stuff good solid stuff very nice all right yeah yes okay yeah yeah so we both have this you notice that there are two different covers if you're watching this it's because i have number two champ's got number three um i have not gotten that far yet so was it just the hunger and the dusk uh this book's real good yeah i really like the art is one thing but the story itself is like very entertaining too because it's like following two different people Mm -hmm. or i mean four technically but like yeah two two solid two different groups of people yeah who are all like trying to just like work for the common good of like their people Mm -hmm. um i like that issue the the second issue because it like really delves into um the main orc guy troth troth yeah and his like partner who was like an arranged marriage situation so it like goes into like kind of the tension between the tension because she knows that he was in love with like his cousin and like <laughs> that that was like an interesting like like the conversation they had and like then the intimacy and them kind of like bonding was really like really really good um yeah because it's a relationship built on like respect yeah which i think is i don't know very important especially for this kind of thing yeah and then i don't know just continue and like that one ends on such like a fucking bummer note too yeah and like this one like i just it's just such a yeah it's such a really really good story and it's only a few issues in and i just like i I immediately care about all of these characters Mm -hmm. and this world that i'm not sure like i don't really know what's going on yet which is really cool because like you know the world is flushed out and like at least built in some form and now we're just kind of like we are taking those steps into it which is i don't know it's really cool mm-hmm. it's a very yeah. well-written fantasy story i love it yeah and it looks really good and anyway that's a book by g willow wilson mm-hmm. and chris wild goose does the the art yes 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 okay yes. sorry i was right. trying to figure out how to pronounce that last name but i i can't mzak mzik because in my head it was Ms. Ass Kick. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't think that's it. 
who knows um this is another one that is just like that it's a uh, hunt for the skinwalker i have the first issue champs got number two um i did not realize and maybe this is my fault i should have done a little more research on it um it's done by people who did the skinwalker ranch like they had a big part in it they just like i think they just like talk to them because it's is that I, what it was because i yeah because it's written by zach thompson yeah and then like the author's note at the end just talks about like them like basically like them giving their blessing for that book it sounded like oh okay yeah so yeah i i guess i like misread it but basically they the George Knapp and Colm Keller uh, wrote the original book, Hunt for the Skinwalker. And then they were contacted by Boom Studios to make that into a comic. Okay, that's what it is. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, about the Skinwalker Ranch, which I did not know that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. I like Zach Thompson a lot. I like you know those stories um i am a little uh cautious about it i guess you know i shouldn't be saying it apparently but it's part of the title and i felt weird not saying it <laughs> yeah yeah no i get I, <laughs> I understand what you're saying yeah anyway it's exactly what you think it would be based off of the title <laughs> yeah yeah I it's interesting because it feels like very slow moving. Mm-hmm. I really like the art a lot. I don't well, obviously the story. The narration of it was really cool. Yeah, like, I really like that. I liked I don't know the the flow of it and stuff. But yeah, we'll just. I obviously haven't read the second issue, so I don't know what goes on there. But the first one does do a really good job of introducing like the main characters and like how the story is going to evolve but we'll see <laughs> i'll read number two tomorrow <laughs> or will you i'll i'll try <laughs> you to question me <laughs> uh, all right are you ready yes okay and another uh situation here this is creep show this is uh volume two issue i have number one champ has number two. two it's just creep show yeah um you know that first one so good yeah i'm trying to remember because i can i remember the second story very well the first one's the abortion babies oh, okay then the first one is the one that i remember very well oh, okay yeah and then the second one yeah yeah the abortion babies was really funny to see <laughs> it was really funny because like uh i hadn't read that one yet and we get because that's a image is lunar now so we get those books on like wednesday and dave had like read it mm-hmm. and he was like it's it's really gross and so when i started reading it i thought it was going to be like way more disgusting but it like which it was like gross mm-hmm. but i think it was just like everything that happens he was just like it's just like all the stuff that like com- compounds onto the other it's just like it's really disgusting and i was like yeah it's also also a garth ennis story so <laughs> I got very excited when I, like, the first couple pages in, because I was like, he just gave birth. 
And I like, I thought that's what the story was going to be about. Like, oh my God, this dude just pooped out a baby. <laughs> I was like, I did. And then he like pukes and then there's a baby, but I didn't realize that's what it was at first. I was like, wait, how was there? Did he pick the baby up out of the toilet and put it in the shower? Like I was so confused. Yeah. I, uh, I think the second round of stories is like better than the first round of stories because like the second issue I really liked a lot and I I guess like I do but I like Michael Walsh a lot I like Dan Waters a lot so it's just like two creators that I really enjoy on it but I also really enjoyed the stories like the shorts in that first one but Mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot of fun I'm glad that we get to read creep show yeah it's like weird (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, thinking there's that like cool little like Boris Karloff book that came out last uh week too that was a lot of fun it was like gold key mysteries like a Boris Karloff story it's just like a little anthology and yeah just fun okay I didn't know about that yeah. I'll have to check it out okay you ready for this mm-hmm. okay <laughs> last one I swear uh, this is the call. I have issue two. Champ's got number three. Champ also has number two. Chillin'. Yeah, there. it's like I actually spilled coffee on it, but just now? No, uh, last week or oh, okay. two weeks ago. Okay, uh, I got really our... excited about coffee. <laughs> it's about a group of kids who are filming their own little movie while also one of them is trying to discover what happened to their little brother who went missing uh this issue they discover a like a portal to like another i'll just say another world mm-hmm. like another piece of their world whatever um so they all go through it um and stuff starts happening um i will say there was no need for the sex it was weird. They're teenagers. I don't want to see that kind of stuff. Man, it doesn't matter. It's like any other teen shit you ever read. <laughs> or- well, I think it was the art really that got it for me because it's like way too realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think about it like any of those like teen shows. I don't know. I, I, I understand, but I'm also just like, I get it. Like they are literally just horny and also... Oh, yeah if I was in another world I would for sure but <laughs> uh it just it felt like it came out of nowhere um I'm very critical of teen sex <laughs> I mean did it really come I mean that that is I don't know a- I don't know these characters <laughs> I don't it's know like- what they were doing before the story started maybe it was like years in coming who knows <laughs> I I uh I just have no problem with the sex scene <laughs> I apparently do. You became a parent and now you can't handle the sex scene. Look, it's irresponsible because you know they don't have protection on them. Not in that world, that's for sure. <laughs> um I the third issue, I can't wait for you to read that. It's so good. I wasn't like I really don't know what to expect from the story, the way it like has been like the first issue doesn't really give you anything you get introduced like we've talked about this before you get introduced to these characters you get kind of way too much information but also not enough information okay and then it's just it works really well when it's like that yeah and i just like that second issue is really interesting because yeah they're just like discovering this world and this like third issue like 
shit gets a little wonky, like, for lack of a better word for before you read it, because it's just, like, it, like, made me kind of uncomfy in a weird okay. way. I don't know how to describe it, because it's like, ooh, I like this, and I, I, I don't like this because it's also, like, incredibly terrifying. Right. Well, cool. So it was just, like, it's, it, it does this, like, otherworldliness very, very well. Um, I don't know. It's interesting, like, I, I've not read, like, a bunch of Kelly Thompson stuff, but I feel like I've read some. Mm-hmm. And this just feels, like, way different than all of the other Kelly Thompson stuff I've read. Well, I'll pick up the third issue tomorrow and I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll tell me what you think. I will. I'll do an in-depth review the next time we record. <laughs> All right. Uh, your turn, I think. Okay. Yes. Um, I have Marvel Gods. This is issue number one. This is uh, Jonathan Hickman and Valerio Shitty. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I actually don't know how to pronounce it, so I have to take it out of the <laughs> I, I really um, like how before we started, you you were like, I'm not going to do this. Well, I wasn't going to, but I'm pretty sure I thought each part for some reason had like a title. So this is the story of a character named Wynn, who is a essentially just a better in my personal opinion a more relatable version of like dr strange um he's one of those people that is it seems like he's just too cool for school type of guy you know i i really like this character a lot uh, i had to like research it like i was telling champ because it feels like he's already an established character but apparently he's not i don't know maybe i was reading it wrong but basically it's the story is told in three different parts uh the first part is you get to know when a little bit and it takes place 10 years before the current storyline in here. So you get to know who he is, like what he does and stuff. And uh, the background is like him and his wife um, are on the verge of like splitting up because the organization that she is with is the exact opposite of what he is. And Mm -hmm. so she has to like kill him. So it's like him dealing with the loss of like his, his wife through a divorce and stuff um the second part is now and it's like 10 years later after that like what he's been doing since then and stuff and then the last part uh is dealing with a the introduction of like a babylon event that only he kind of knows how to deal with because again he's like super smart he's clever he knows like what he's doing and stuff and he is very uh just I guess clever because there's some things that happen in here that he kind of sets up because he knows like if I do this then this is going to happen but he doesn't tell anyone like what he's doing so it's like a whole series of events where he is basically just right the entire time okay interesting Um, it's a fucking double-sized issue it's like 66 pages okay do you think it's worth like the ten dollar price point I think if you're into Marvel stories, like big epic stories like this, then yes. Uh-huh. Um, and I do think like, as far as Jonathan Hickman goes, this is like peak Hickman 
like the mm -hmm. writing is just absolutely incredible the characters are all really good the whole event that's happening is fantastic like I, I don't know anything about any of this I just I added it because I was like oh Jonathan Hickman but I'm like into it like I'm invested in this now mm -hmm. so I think if you are a fan of like these kinds of stories then yes but if you are like me and you don't know what you're getting into then probably not like it's it is a lot uh -huh. I did not realize that it was $10 when I was like getting it so yeah no I don't think a lot of people did because I was talking to somebody else about it and I was like yeah the book's like 10 bucks and they're like what and I was like yeah, yeah it's a it's a $10 book which is like yeah it's oversized it's fair I mean comic books are going up in price but it's just like I think that's like the problem with the market right now for sure is just like floppies at the price they are just a lot yeah it's not it like it feasible like, yeah it should have been like 7.99 like yeah. I think that is a reasonable price for it but yeah ten dollars it is a bit steep not unless I know it's going to the creators for sure like yeah are they getting paid well no then so because it looks great too like I love that artist a lot and like I don't know. $10 is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's my turn. Mm -hmm. So hide your children. Don't let your kids see this. Um, He's downstairs. I, I don't think if they're listening, I don't think I'll have anything too terrible to say, but maybe like skip ahead five minutes because I'm going to talk about some smut. <laughs> when you get to explain smut. Uh, <laughs> so this is He's eating a corn dog. <laughs> we love we love corn dog eating friends. So this is my book I got. It's called Sainted Love. It's a lot of fun. I don't think you can really see anything there. I, I feel like I, I'm I'm just gonna keep it edited like this for now. Okay. Honestly, it kind of just looks like he's whispering. <laughs> whispering sweet nothings into his crotch. Anyway, this is Sainted Love. This is issue number one. Um, this is a gay little ditty about time travel and relationships and lots and lots and lots of gay sex. Like, lots. Um, like, there is a dick on lots of pages. Yeah. The art's fun, though. <laughs> yeah the art is really good um the story was a lot of fun too it like i said it was just like really dirty <laughs> like at points i was just like oh god like you know how you felt about that sex scene it was just like me this entire this entire book cute <laughs> your <laughs> conveniently placed finger <laughs> I, I I think I'm doing a good job here. You I are. think this this page is like the least the most dirty and the least dirty at the same time. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was like when I was reading it on the couch, and now even now when I'm talking about it and showing it to you, I'm just like, this is this is really like intense. Oh my god i thought it was gonna freeze on that because <laughs> it started stalling a bit and i thought it was gonna freeze me just showing you <laughs> smutty comic book stuff 
Um, yeah, it was really, really good. I think even like the smutty stuff was like, you know, it's it's dirty, but like not super intense mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Um, but yeah, like it was a lot of fun. It was very, very horny. Um, it's been a long time since I've read something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think Sins of the Black Flamingo were like, oh, yes. that, I think that was like the last. Yeah, but this is like way more. Right. This is way more. Like Sins of the Black Flamingo is like tame in comparison to this because there's like no sex in that book. There's just that one spread that was just beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like at the same time, you know. It didn't feel like this. Was that an animal or a baby? Uh, it was Brayden running up the stairs to pee. I thought it was uh, him bringing the baby up. Okay. Um, and then next I have Transformers. This is issue number... Wait, are we supposed to do something else together? No. Okay. I thought we had Not something. yet. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is issue number one. This is the new Daniel Warren Johnson book. Uh, he does the writing and the art. And then Mike Spicer does the colors. Of course, it looks great. Uh, the story was like, there's an interesting story with the humans going on. So there's something for me to kind of relate to. <laughs> um. I will be completely frank with everybody listening. I don't know anything about Transformers. I've seen the like Marky Mark movies, the Mark Wahlberg movies. Um, I think Shia LaBeouf's in one of them or a couple yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf is like one of the mains. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've seen like those movies, those Ma Michael Bay movies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, very little information on Transformers. Can't tell them apart, but I'm excited for this book. It was a lot of fun, this first issue. Of course, like, Daniel Warren Johnson has a nice little letter where he talks about, like, how much Transformers means to him and, like, how he had an Optimus Prime figure and, like, lost its hands on the bus and how he used to, like, sketch from the, like, little figure and just That's like pure cute. yeah pure daniel warren johnson stuff where i'm just like well okay guy now i love transformers <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's not, it's like not even that i like i i've talked about this several times today and i just feel like that that is part of the reason i love his stuff so much is like his author note his author's notes are always so good and they always are just like so wholesome and like his love for whatever he is like writing about so it's like you know with murder falcon and like metal music and like do a power bomb and wrestling and like how he fell in love with those things and like what they mean to him and that like really shines through in his work itself but it's just like reading those notes and like getting that like very real aspect of a human being who's writing a story is just like so much more meaningful i don't know yeah. and I don't know, he just, like, there's something about him where I just, like, he feels like such a, I mean, I, I know he is, like, just a normal, a normal dude, you know, like, we'd be friends with, it's just, like, 
you love wrestling you love transformers yeah it's just nice to like actually know that Mm -hmm. yeah and not like i'm just writing those transformers books because i love money Mm -hmm. like it's something that he's actually passionate about yeah very good okay that's that's it all right so i have a couple here yeah um that champ and i both have but i'm just gonna touch on like briefly um this is the new witcher story this is wild animals issue number one um i mean as with all witcher stories (laughs) it's just a new little venture that our is doing um i just don't really know how to you know explain it he he gets uh cast off of a ship and is rescued by a group of people and there's wolves yeah i'm just interested to see like i don't know i just love i love these little stories i think they're a lot of fun every day and i I like that it's the same writer for it like every Mm -hmm. time um bartosh like it i like it um yeah for four issues coming up it's just a little witcher story you know if you've read them before you know exactly what it is um okay and then this one um this is loki this is the last issue number four i do have to say i i loved this series i thought it was like fantastic but i want i wanted more like i wish that they would just do like because agent of asgard was 17 issues and while it was you know one of my favorite stories it might have been a little bit too long like 17 issues is a lot for a limited series four issues is not enough like especially for that story yeah and like the way he was like they they really like marvel did a disservice in my personal opinion because this issue like the series could have at least had like two to three more issues if not four Mm-hmm. and been absolutely like i think perfect i think six issues would have been like great because mm-hmm. it would have like Dan waters writes this world like so well um in this issue uh loki is trying to find the last piece um and bullseye is the one who has it so there's like a whole confrontation with him where bullseye is reading from the book of truths about loki and loki is just like i don't know why you think this is gonna bother me like i know all of this already um so he gets his last piece and then this issue like with the end of this issue it branches off into i think three different yeah three different series um immortal thor which you could have guessed that uh, Scarlet Witch number eight, which I did pick up. I do have it. It's downstairs. If you haven't seen the cover for that and you love Loki, mm-hmm. then you should look at it. It's beautiful. Um, and then Alligator Loki, which is just that one issue. Yeah, like, one shot. I didn't realize it. Like, how? Now I'm going to have to read that tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't know. Me. It just says, yeah, if it says here, uh, the miniseries may be over, but the journey Loki has just begun will continue in, and then these don't miss. So, I don't know if it's necessarily anything to do with like this series or if it's just like another Loki story, and it's like, hey, check this out. But yeah, so very disappointed that they, you know, 
continued it in that way where they were just like, hey, let's just have him guest star in these other issues rather than like just continuing his own. Yeah. I get it, but at the same time, like, well, give I me think, more. Well, and I think especially with the way this like this ended, it would be nice to have like more because mm-hmm. it ended on such a note where you you almost you almost need need more and you need specifically more I think from like Dan Waters because you want to like know how like he feels because I feel like he has like a like a really good handle on like Loki mm-hmm. I think like I don't know delving like having him delve more into that like stuff that he ends this like particular like series on would be very interesting he and then i'm just gonna immediately go into this so i can explain that and i do have to take it out of the bag and board (laughs) (laughs) um so in the immortal thor this is issue number two um thor has the battle with thornos i believe is the name i don't care thornados Um, what tornadoes yeah whatever it is um and because of the fight and then fixing uh new york city and stuff after the fight has ended um he's about ready to go into the the sleep that odin had gone into several times before um and before he does loki shows up and is like I just have to ask you a few questions and like the whole conversation between him and Thor is like really good because he's like uh Thor is asking for his help like hey I'm about to go into this like really long sleep I need you to do things for me like my brother please and he's like okay but first like let me ask you a few questions and it's like uh do will you trust me and he has to answer the question and then, will you trust me as a loyal subject of Asgard? Will you trust me as your sibling who loves you? And then he says, will you trust me as your enemy? And then it like, yeah. So that whole Loki branched off into this. And so whatever happened at the end of that is going to be happening in here. So I, I that was cool. And like, I do really like this mm-hmm. series. Like this so far has been like a lot of fun. The art is really good, <clears throat> but him bringing in Loki like that I thought was um satisfying for me because I finished that and then didn't realize that he was going to be oh yeah so I was like oh okay cool so that's all that was all I wanted to talk about yeah well it's funny because yeah I had finished that and then I read that second one off the wall and did not realize either that Loki was in that and that ended yeah it was just like very much loop-de-looped in I don't know, oddly, like, I don't know. I think Loki is always kind of a bummer character. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I don't like reading that character. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, like, man, why do you got to be this way? Why you got to do this to me? I don't uh, like it. I don't like getting my heart broken. That's why I think, he, I think that's why it's like such an interesting, like, our dynamic of like, I think that's why I identify with Thor. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get my, I don't like getting my heart broken by this little wretched person. Who you never know if you can like actually trust. Like there are times when I'm just like, dude, you fucking little worm. I can't stand you. But yeah. like that's why I love Loki so much. There's so many different 
layers. Yeah, I know. Loki's good on that level. Like that's why the, that third issue of like that Loki, like that Dan Waters Loki is so good. It's just because it like you really are like he does do the wrong thing, but also the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's just in such a way where you like you 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 motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because there is no, like, right answer to it, but Loki mm-hmm. is always the one who will be like, all right, I'll do this, because I know what needs to be done. Yeah, it's but... not like, yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, I'll talk about my last one here. Um, so Seven Years in Darkness. This is the story about the magic wielders. Uh, 70 kids from well-known families are sent to this school uh, where they train for seven years and not all of them survive only one will really come out so this is just continuing that um where you get to know a little bit more about the characters and then what is happening um i don't know well i guess it just says year one there's only going to be four issues so that makes way more sense that i saw it said year one anyway i really enjoy that series like the art is really cool for it like i like the whole concept of it but that answered my own questions (laughs) You got seven more years to go. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot, I guess. Okay, uh, okay, I got a, a quick grip of books. Um, got the Enfield Gang Massacre. I don't. I feel like this. I did talk about at least the first issue of. Yeah, this. you did the first one. Um, it continues to be really good. I there's still like a mystery of like who did a big. A big murder and this gang is like basically taking the heat for it mm-hmm. um i obviously think it's the lawman it, uh, it always is <laughs> um <laughs> so like that's it's, it's like i don't know good good western story on that good old newspaper print they're a thing i'm a sucker for but like i also have not actually delved into it is there's like the kind of a actual like newsprint of like the actual story at the end of each issue Mm -hmm. which is like really fun again i just i've been really busy yeah i mean that's a lot to read life has been a lot so i have to like go back and probably like read them all but they just kind of like give you some more information i think it's really cool though and what i have read of it i do enjoy but i'm always just like done <laughs> like glimpse at it read the author's note and throw it away. yeah that's what i do too it's one of those things where i'm like i know i need to read this but i also i, I don't have time right now and i do enjoy that like that's the other thing is knowing i enjoy that part of like the story where i'm like oh this is gonna add more it's gonna be really cool mm-hmm. no time um okay so then i have birds of prey this is issue number two um this is by kelly thompson and then uh leonardo romero i think is the artist too many yes and then jordy belair does the colors um this is just black canary putting together a team to go rescue her sister from the Amazons. Okay. It's great. It's a lot of fun. 
um the art is just like super super good like at points I don't like the colors are a little like not my thing Mm -hmm. but as a whole it's just like it's way too fun it's like super fun it's super like femme forward like it it's a book that I don't think would normally be like my thing but something like art is in it and she has like a really like fun relationship with like Batgirl and I I love it and then just like the way like everybody talks to each other is really interesting um yeah I don't I don't know I think it's worth reading like it's just really interesting because every time when I read the first issue I was just like I don't this isn't a book I like (laughs) but I really like this yeah well I mean that's good at least you liked it yeah no it's it's great I think that it's it's gonna be a lot of like I think it's gonna have a lot of heart to it Mm -hmm. because it feels like a book that just is like at at some point is just gonna kind of like hit you in a really nice way where you're like gonna get the feels and like I don't know I like the way she likes like writes Harley which you know I have my own problems with Harley Quinn but I I I like her here um yeah Barda we love Barda we love the same you you put Barda in a book you you basically sell me on it so Mm -hmm. she's great yeah um and then last book I have is Fish Flies by Jeff Lemire this is the second issue uh yeah it just continues that weird little like Frankenstein Frankenstein fly story where weird weird little person makes friends with a man who turned into like a fish fly after he robbed a bank and accidentally shot a kid (laughs) that's not funny yeah no that's like but that's what happens is like he robs this or he robs a grocery store not a grocery store like a convenience store Mm -hmm. like but this town gets covered in these fish flies every summer and this happens happens at the same time and so when he commits this crime he turns into like yeah this giant fish fly thing and then she they feel outcast and kind of like yeah connects with this like weird weird guy fly man and I know it's a Jeff Lemire story for sure but it's Mm -hmm. it's really good I read this actually like a few weeks ago because we had uh there was a misprint where one page was like actually printed twice the words oh okay so sorry I was trying to see like where the misprint was and if there was a lot of stuff happening that I missed it's it's cute it's gross hold on just a minute okay my baby's crying so my dog got scared and came upstairs (laughs) I'm almost done got that baby up 
Okay. He's there's no way he's hungry. He ate literally right before he came upstairs. It's been an hour and a half. That's it. Okay. Okay. So one last one. Last one. Yep. Okay. Um, this is rare flavors number one. We did talk about this briefly when the ash can came out. Um, but this is a Ramby and Felipe Andrade joint here. Um, do you want to talk about this one? Uh, I mean, yeah, either one of us can really. It's just about a, like, um, uh, he's not a man. He is a god. <laughs> he a man. He's a, a character. It's about a character who is returning to the world after being broken for a very long time. Um, and he has fallen in love with like the world of food and he wants to explore that world through a documentary film because of Anthony Bourdain. Basically he was very inspired by Bourdain. Um, rest in peace, my man uh i i will have love for anthony bourdain forever <laughs> he I, was, I love anthony bourdain he, he was good, good people mm -hmm. um so this character approaches a young man to help him put this documentary film together the person denies denies him because he doesn't make documentaries and this character goes on to describe and take him to uh, a chai stall. And it goes like crazy in depth into like chai and how chai was like invented and how it came to be. And um, that was really cool. That <laughs> was like, yeah, so, I love so that good. incorporation into the story because um, he's talking about the guy who had the tea stall. Mm -hmm. so, yeah just brilliant so like and that's why i was so excited about this and again um if you do pick this book up i highly recommend uh googling the um deity that he is talking about in the very beginning of the art he's looking at because that is Bakashura? yeah that is him and the people that are chasing after him like it's all related it's it's mm -hmm. incredibly like cool and i think it's worth like looking into because it's gonna be a part of this this story um and then it also feels real evil <laughs> yeah um it's funny because before we got on here in my head i had like i i could think of like what it reminded me of but now i just can't think of what it reminded me of and it's gonna drive me crazy until I'm like oh yeah that's what it was but I don't know I don't know now yeah I'm really I'm really excited um yeah that like that that description of chai really got me um yeah when I read the ash can just like putting those pieces together and realizing that like what it was actually about was really cool mm -hmm. um I don't know like the art is really good I'm excited just in general yeah it's gonna be a very exciting book um because as fans of food <laughs> yeah no I think that's the other thing is just like I love food so much and like I love learning about food too mm -hmm. 
because like food is like and i we've talked about this before with like twig when twig was making food is like it, it's such a cultural thing and it's just like so important in our lives and like sharing food and things like that are just like you know such a like that's so important to us or at least me personally yeah i love um, food yeah that it's just like it's so it's so cool to learn about like how those things came to be and um, i'm excited comic books yeah and that's you know that's all we've got but i'm gonna try to be better about it i'm gonna make my kids sleep <laughs> probably give them some no I'm, i can't say that on the record <laughs> never mind uh if you have any tips as a parent to help heather's child gambit sleep let us know uh he sleeps fine but when he sleeps that's also when i have to sleep because he wakes up multiple times through the night to eat so i'm just tired yeah uh if you're a parent that knows us please send me a message so i can send heather to you and you can talk about parent stuff together okay can you hear him no but i i can see you (laughs) he's been going off for like a whole minute just the same noise all right bro we'll let you uh go feed your child or do whatever child things you need to do um dramatic (laughs) if you're listening thanks for listening to us we appreciate you we'll uh we'll get back to some normal schedule we'll figure something out yeah so it's been a long, it's been a long, like, month and a half for you and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, If you're in the area, the, the shop is now open. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, Legend, Legend Comics is open in Benson. We did it. We, we put a comic book shop together. It was a lot of, a lot of business. So come visit me. I'm there. I'm putting together horror shelf every day. People keep taking stuff off of it. It's pretty sick um been trying to keep my trade section all filled up with books i like very good classic champ work yeah um but anyway thanks for listening to us as always go to your local comic book shops buy some fucking comic books again if you're in omaha come visit legend comics and coffee coffee's back Mm -hmm. um take care of your friends take care of each other a rough world out there Heather what you got um just you know be kind be patient yeah life is cool you just gotta make it that way (laughs) and uh so yeah thanks for listening and we will see you on the flippity flip later